2: Weird News, fresh views, helpful clues and interviews. By students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com.
0: Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa, Carver <laughs> College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. With me today, a group of co-hosts that I would liken to a handful of sparkling MedEd diamonds nestling in the palm of my hand, shining in their brilliance, forged by the pressure and heat of their educations, and thus prepared for the joys and challenges they face. M1 Nathan Spitz, an SCP Supervan, has returned to the mic. Hey, hey. M2 MD-PhD student Miranda Skeen is back. What up? M2 Jenna Mullins joins us after a long hiatus. Hey. And M1 Bryn Myers joins the show. Also, apparently, I just have found out a a super fan for the first time today. Welcome, Bryn.
3: Hello. Hello.
0: Uh, where do you come to the Carver College of Medicine from, and what are what were you doing there?
3: I was at Iowa State University, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so cyclones! Um, I was studying genetics and Spanish there. Um, just graduated in May, and so now I'm starting our med school here. I'm from Cedar Rapids, so this is like closer to home. Okay.
1: That's nice. I do have a question. Do you take offense to crapids?
3: Uh, no. Crapids. <laughs> I don't I don't I sort of agree with it to some extent. No No, no hate, but you know, there's pros and cons to every place, Mm -hmm. right?
0: (laughs) Not like fancy Iowa City in there. Yeah, college hogwash.
3: (laughs) It's quite different
0: Well, I'm glad you're here Um, Before we get started uh, I wanted to remind the shortcuts out there that we are ready willing and more or less able to offer you advice answer your questions and a pine about things about which we know little. So send your questions to the at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll discuss them on our humble show. That's what uh, this listener did. I'm not sure we've ever gotten a question from a mom before of one of our, of one of our co-hosts. But Ginny, who just happens to be Miranda's mom. Wrote,
4: Hi, mom. I love you.
0: Uh, wrote to the at gmail.com with a question for us. Take it away, Ginny. Is med school what you expected? What is something you were surprised about? Good question. That's exactly
4: what my mom sounds like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good question, Ginny Miranda's mom. What is What does Ginny Miranda's mom do? What's, uh, what's Jenny, her what's her line?
4: Ginny Miranda's mom is, uh, she used to be a software programmer at NASA. Oh, um, but oh, then when she had oh. me, uh, uh, and they uh, moved to Colorado... Ah, uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, and she mm. was excellent at it. Very good. I would say the mm. best in her profession. Very good. Well, you,
0: you, uh, Jenny Miranda's mom. You, you, you did very well. Aww. I would say. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> you're a sweetheart. You're a lovely person.
4: I mean, what do you so expect smart. me to say to that? Okay, I'm I'm the person that comes up with the snappy retorts. What do you expect, to, what do you expect me to say to a genuine compliment?
0: I don't know. <laughs> this I'm, is
4: really inconsiderate.
0: I right? am making you uncomfortable. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Speaking of which, uh, before we get to Ginny's, uh, Ginny's question, I was walking down the hallway, some uh, some new, uh, uh, there's some uh, people being interviewed for med school mm-hmm. today. I was walking down the hallway. Fish, oh. fresh, <laughs> fresh, fresh. And uh, Amy Ahern uh, who's in charge of uh, their interviews today uh, uh, from admissions uh, she, she walks in as I walk by this, this big group of students and says anybody here listen to the Shark Code Podcast <laughs> <laughs> and like I turn around um, knowing what was going to happen and like one person raised their hand and I was like yay <laughs> Uh, and then you know I continued on, but I'm like Amy, put you it. on blast. Amy p- puts me on blast. I'm like, hey, okay, a little embarrassed here. Anyway, it was, it was nice. One person, you know, I'll take what I can get.
3: I feel like it was so weird to like meet you this morning because I've heard your voice so much. Yeah, so I like I'm very familiar with it, and so it's it's different to hear. Did he look
4: life. how you expected him to look?
3: Um, I'm. I'm going to be honest. I looked up his picture a while ago oh, because so, that's something I do with like all podcasters because I have to like, you know, have what they to
2: look know. Like,
0: yeah.
3: you know, otherwise, like I know the picture in my head is not going to be, no. right, you know, no. and I don't, don't,
0: don't, I, I wish, to I wish you hadn't because I would love to know the answer to this <laughs> question, like, but I, I do know that when I look up other people, like, you know, I look at people on NPR and they never ever look like what I think. No, I feel like
3: people's like. voices don't really match what they look like. No, yeah. Absolutely not. No.
0: Yeah.
4: So from viewers <laughs> want to write in and tell us what they think we look yeah, like. Yeah. That would be really nice.
0: You know, I used to put people I used to put students' pictures on the pages and I was got tired of it. I was like, this is too
4: much work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but uh but I used to do that. Um so yeah, if you want to write in, don't, you know, I would be interested to know what I what I look like in your head. Um <laughs>
4: Please I draw I the I've, I've, I think I've also I think it's I've also some d- fan art. Uh. I
0: think I've also described myself a little bit too much on the show physically. So, <laughs> 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 so maybe it's that's a problem. dictionary
4: with Dave's face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh right. uh, uh yeah, Jenny Jenny wants to know uh what's different about med school? What's different than you expected? Um, any thoughts about that? I can start
1: as an M1. Um, so in some ways to answer our first question, it is what I expected and isn't what I expected. Um, you know, you always hear it's like drinking out of a fire hydrant and like whether you agree with that analogy. It's kind of true, like the volume and the speed like at which the information comes is something I've never like dealt with before um and something that surprised me I think especially in anatomy lab was kind of the lack of instruction uh, <laughs> and like how you know you're expect is very like self-directed whereas like you know in undergrad or in high school you know you had a step by step list um and this one we might get like six instructions for a 3 hour dissection um so that was surprising how, uh, how do you how do you cope with that i mean what do you
0: are you just like eh, uh, with the probing very delicately at things or do you just like oh whatever and jump right in and start a little bit of um honestly
1: relying on your group and kind of having that like group commiseration of like oh my gosh we don't know anything um that kind of helps get you through Yeah. Um, the dissection but they do have like atlases and dissectors that you can look for but often the human body doesn't look exactly like it does in a textbook yeah (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. if I may share an anecdote that reminded me of um, I know my dissection group was really tentative the first day where it's like you have to you know make your first cut and then start like looking at the thorax and we were going very precisely sort of step by step and then our facilitator came over and he just went you guys are going too slow and just shoved his hand completely (laughs) into the cut we were making to blunt dissect it and it was like that pretty quickly got everyone on the same page in use of dissection technique.
0: I, I, was that something you, you, y'all experienced yeah. as well?
4: I was going to say the
3: exact same thing. Like the first day, you're very gentle because it's so novel and stuff. But the facilitator quickly shows you that you can, you can do a little more. So,
4: yeah. yeah. You can be mo- a lot more aggressive with it than you think you can which i think exactly. is a good metaphor for a lot of med school <laughs> yeah, Pro tip:
1: don't use a scalpel as marina said blunt dissection yeah, is yeah, your yeah, friend yes, it's sure. so
4: nice <laughs> well,
0: uh i imagine that part of the reason you don't get a lot of instruction maybe i'm maybe i'm uh, putting lipstick on a pig here but um maybe the reason is because a lot of med school is um about self-direction you know um you're it's it's it not only is uh not only are our facts and information coming at you at high speed um but you're also expected to you know you yourself do something with that rather than having it be you know carefully spoon-fed and, and uh, all that kind of stuff any yeah the, what you, what the reason you have to I was late
2: it? today was um we were coming from the sh- the screening brief intervention and referral to treatment training oh. um which talks a lot about like trying to evoke from the person that you're trying to get to change a behavior like excessive alcohol use or something sure. um their own reasons that they want to change. And like, uh, like a lot of people kind of know that they're drinking too much, but it's helpful for them to say it themselves and stuff. So I think it's kind of similar that when it's self-directed and you're able to express the thing yourself, you might, it might stick with you longer and you might have kind of more motivation like, mm. instead of feeling like somebody's shoving a fire hydrant down, <laughs> down your throat that, <laughs> that you're able yeah. to swim down the stream or
0: something. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a passive experience mm-hmm. anymore. You've got to really super participate in, in what you're doing.
4: Yeah. I mean, my general impression, I think I was actually a little bit more nervous about it being too self-directed where it was like, here, memorize this list of things. And definitely to an extent, it is that where, you know, you have this set of things that you are expected to know in the next two weeks and you just have to work with it. But the thing that kind of... surprised Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're in micro right now and it's pretty much just like, know everything about this virus yeah. In, yeah. in one day. Go for it. Um, but it, the thing I like about it is that it is that very much. It is very much, you must learn this pool of information. But it's also a situation where everyone who wants you to learn that pool of information wants you to succeed and will genuinely help you to succeed. So it's a weird dichotomy of yes, it's self-directed and you're just thrown into the deep end, but there's also a lifeguard who will like throw you an inner tube to help you
0: float. Effort is more important than ever, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, and as long as I, I get the feeling that as long as that effort is, is, you know, visible seen um, by the people who are, you know, responsible for helping you through this, you're, you're going to be fine. They're going to help you when when it's needed. And uh, you just got to seek it out.
4: Yeah. Like no one will admit you to med school except expecting you to fail. Yeah. Like people mm-hmm. expect you to succeed and they will help you succeed.
0: And on
1: the positives, I really think, I mean, I've only been here for three weeks, um, but Carver as an institution really is, or like as a student, like it is a very collaborative um, place, like not having curves for your classes anymore, kind of like alleviates that pressure where you're not looking you know to other people like oh they're smart like can I like you know reach their level um so I really appreciate like that's been a pleasant <laughs> I surprise. Say, can
4: I sabotage this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Clearly
4: we work on somewhat different scales
1: <laughs> but it's been a pleasant surprise. Yeah yeah
3: I would I would agree with that and I would say to like in terms of wellness like I feel like I'm doing better than I expected that I would because um, you know, if it's harder than undergrad, then I kind of expected I would be doing worse mentally than undergrad, but I've found like the opposite to be true. And I think it's because, um, the, the curriculum really focuses on wellness and like all senses of the word. So, um, it's like a mutual agreement that we're going to try to get eight hours of sleep. We're going to try, you know, like prioritizing these things is not something to be guilty about, but I think, um, a lot of people can agree that in undergrad, it's really hard to like not, pri- or it's hard to prioritize those things because you're, you, you feel guilty for it. So I don't, I don't feel guilty at all for that now. And it's great. So, yeah. Well, don't don't be surprised
0: side. if at some point you feel a little bit like you're drowning.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I We've mean, been warned. You know, We've been warned. Things, things
0: change. <laughs> things, uh, you know, things ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Exam number two in Next some, week. in Next some week. things yep. is, is often harder than. Oh yeah! Exam yeah. number
4: one. Remind me again how many lectures you guys had on your first exam?
3: Oh, this is me guilting I you. Think uh, 14. <laughs> Fourteen. Isn't there like thirty-five on the last one or something?
4: Someone uh, told me this. <laughs> I don't. Thirty-five is a stretch. And actually, that's actually more than I thought. Never mind. Uh, I don't know if it's true. No. I, well, I was going to say like I 11 know. Eleven on the first anatomy test. Yeah, I, I know uh, the Mohd uh, like two or three. There's like usually about twenty-four. I don't think it gets too far beyond that.
3: Is that still like a two-week
2: period?
4: Yeah, oh but my. I thought it was easier than, <laughs> than what you're doing right now. Okay, I.
1: Why so? I yeah, please <laughs> tell more. <laughs> Well, Mother of God Tell <laughs>
2: more Mother
4: of God Any shred
2: of hope You can
4: offer please Brand is like a super
2: smart MD PhD that's Student That's a lie with That's like a lie A lot Strike of science the background But I I was coming with like A Spanish and urban studies Background I nice. didn't know anything So like Foundations was really hard um, So I thought that like As we got into More MOHD uh, This is
0: the I should say This is the Foundations of Cellular Life yes. Course that you start with uh, Along with Anatomy Yes, mm-hmm. good mid-school.
2: footnote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as we got into kind of more like clinical classes, <clears> I feel <throat> like I was able to keep pace a little bit better with students like Miranda, who had a lot of background.
4: Okay, that, that is true. I will say that the playing field, I think, is sometimes a little bit skewed towards people. Like I came in for the biochem degree. So the second units of foundations were really quite easy because this was stuff I had to memorize for undergrad anyway. Um, and then we moved into MOHD. And I mean, it sucked for me because I suddenly started doing worse. But it definitely does even the playing field out where you know it becomes where it's non-competitive now. It becomes very non-competitive. Later, well,
0: and, and sometimes I've heard even people who did you know who did biochem as undergrads you know ended up struggling anyway because it's a different kind of oh absolutely uh,
4: it's a lot it's a different focus focus that's what yeah yeah exactly you know you're not necessarily learning it just for the sake of learning it you're learning it and then you have to take it the step further to learn how to apply it as well. Where it's not like they're gonna give you a pathway and be like, "What's missing in this pathway?" They're gonna tell you, you know, your patient presents with you know high homocysteine and high oh what is it uh, methylmalonic acid, uh, what deficiency? Those de- are that- words. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't going- come across <laughs> those yet. Wait, did we literally
1: just learn? Didn't we just have this? In, is it like a glucose six phosphatase or something Please, like that? Please, yeah. Is that actually it?
4: I think uh I think it's something to do with like B twelve and folate, oh. but oh. That you, yeah, you, that's a thing. <laughs> there, there's some more nutritional stuff Jenna, as well they go. Jenna
0: the so just looked hang dog for a moment
4: I've <laughs> forgotten a lot I, I, w- I was going over this and on my own time because I'm uh, in the process of beginning my step one studying so I was mm. going over this on my own time which is the reason it was off the top of my head
0: well I'm glad you all got a chance to show off a little bit right there that, yeah.
4: was, <laughs> that was pretty sweet shout out to methylonic acid
0: um, thanks Ginny yeah, thanks, thanks Jenny mom. Miranda's mom. Love you. Uh, I would love uh, Jenny to call in and tell us a story about Miranda. From no, her, no, from her no, babyhood. Please, no, no please. No, I think no, that would no. be wonderful. No. And if you want to send pictures, all the better, because no. I always Do need it. art for the show. I'm just saying, Ginny Miranda's mom. I'm in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to know how this was going to happen.
4: I'm in hell. I'm in hell, and you're Satan. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right well uh yeah again thanks jenny i appreciate your uh, your writing into us it's very nice to hear from you um let's talk about some news the plight of a colorado prisoner was widely reported this week when she gave birth alone in her cell even after letting staff know she was having contractions it's kind of sad she alleges that the staff knew she was about to give birth having spoken with deputies and prison nurses uh eight times about her contractions even when a nurse examined her after her water broke, no ambulance was called. The nurse just gave her an absorbent pad and no other medical care was provided, according to the uh, to the suit. Um, when her baby was born, the woman said no care for her in- infant was provided either. No blankets, no clearing of mucus, no weighing or measuring, nothing like that. Um, the Je- the Denver Sheriff's Department issued a statement saying that the woman was in the medical unit and under the care of health professionals at the time she gave birth. Uh, that's a quote and that its procedures were properly followed as written, but the department has changed its policies to ensure that, drumroll, inmates in any stage of labor will be brought to a hospital immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, prisoners okay. get treated terribly.
4: Yes, uh, I-, I was going to say. That, like, We've
0: talked about this on the show before, but it, yeah, it's it's just abysmal sometimes.
4: Yeah, we actually have lectures on this where, like, the medical care of prisoners <clears> is just... It's, and it's one of those things that flies under the radar, because um, incarcerated people are already kind of... There's a certain aspect where people feel that this is retribution part of
0: their punishment yeah it's
4: like they got what they deserve and they and then people just stop thinking about it it's like oh they're in prison that means they no longer exist well just because you did something wrong in the past does not mean that you suddenly deserve to be treated as subhuman um where you know everyone deserves medical care Sorry, I know that's a political statement, but... Uh... <gasps>
0: <laughs> Listeners are even now pounding on keyboards.
4: <laughs> I get, I can hear the pitchfork-wielding mob
0: coming I don't, up, coming I don't... I hope... No. I don't... Okay.
1: If they're yeah. interested, you know, they're listening with, like, a healthcare background, I would hope that, you know, they, they side with you, that they deserve, you know, the care that everybody else does. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, I mean, healthcare is a right is a political statement in the world, so, you know...
0: Yes. I mean, in this world.
4: Yeah. In this world. <laughs> um, which other world did you think I meant? No, nah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I wish this mother the best. Yeah. And I will say
4: one thing before we wrap. You episode, can say two things. Time. Well, I just, I have one thing to say okay. that I would like people to comment on is that I'm very glad that this person found the resource to actually, like, take a stand, because these things happen, and because people who are incarcerated already feel like their rights are being taken away, a lot of times they don't have these resources to turn around and be like, hey, this is wrong, and I, because she's suing the, I forget who specifically she's suing, but she is suing-
0: Denver. Denver Sheriff's Department.
4: Denver Sheriff's Department. Okay, so she's suing the Denver Sheriff's Department, and I'm really glad that she felt she had that resource and that courage to to speak up about it, because I know a lot of times that kind of thing would just get swept under the rug, Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that at least she- you know, had the courage to come forward. That's and really- I think
2: it's not just like this. W- this one thing was obviously horrible, but the whole system is really set up for for people to have a horrible time trying to access healthcare. Um, we had a lecture with uh, a person who is, you know, saying it costs like for them to even be able to be seen by a doctor. In uh, it would cost like three dollars of their earnings and they make like ten, it, to, was like, it was like
4: they make like fifteen cents a day or fifty cents a day. They make so
2: little, so there's a there's a huge barrier to seeing any kind of care. And then usually that person, uh the doctor that they would see would triage them and not really be able to provide any further service. And so it's just it's really set up to to punish people with keeping them from healthcare.
0: I think it's it's probably also difficult from a system standpoint because, you know, when, if a if a prisoner needs healthcare then, you know, then you I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, achieve sympathy for the the prison officials that have to deal with this. But you know, you also have to then, you know, assign guards to go with them to their, you know, appointments and or their to get their medical care. But that is what it is. You know, you got to, you yeah. know, you got to do what you got to do. And,
4: and that's the especially
0: in this country where we incarcerate so many people, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, for debatable reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's part of the deal.
4: I think there's actually like a quote. I I hesitate, as always, to quote movie quotes in terms of actual real life things. But there's a quote from the Shawshank Redemption that goes something like, you know, if people give money to prisons, it goes for, you know, more guards, higher walls, um, more fences. And I think that's kind of true where in terms of the prison system, everyone tends to focus on security first. which I think is probably why this woman was not allowed to see a doctor because people were worried about security more than they were worried about her health. Which I'm not saying that that shouldn't be a concern, but I think the priorities in our justice system need to be reevaluated a little bit. Where it's like, surely we can figure out a way that we can maintain our security while also allowing people to be treated decently.
0: Well, and clearly they did because they revised their policies mm-hmm. to say yeah. people can go to the hospital.
4: I mean, credit where it's due, but it, it shouldn't have taken them a lawsuit and potential harm to a woman and her child before right, right. they figured out, oh, maybe that giving someone an absorbent pad does not qualify as obstacle <laughs> as being an obstetrician and, and,
0: and as always uh you know this is a uh, this is a complaint at this point uh, legally speaking so we don't know exactly what happened we know from the mom's side of the story um
4: well, the yeah. facts
0: as she stated them and and you Where know his video oh i f- didn't i i did uh yeah i kind of missed that point it,
4: yeah. it was it was censored because you can't i didn't actually put a you're woman right. giving birth on you know Yeah. The public news.
0: God, you're right. I didn't even look at the video. I just read the story.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's It's me
0: doing my homework. There's no audio
4: (laughs) because it's unclear. So it's unclear specifically what she's saying, but there is very much like she goes to the door. She says something, someone slides an absorbent pad under the door. And then she just is lying on the bed with a very pained expression on her face. So it it looks very clearly like she told someone they responded and then she never got any follow up care.
0: I like to be, I like to be a little careful of internet outrage because, um, Mm -hmm you know, uh, things can get out of hand. Um, and it's hard to, you know, when you're only getting one side of this, and of course the, Den- the Denver Sheriff's Department isn't going to comment on it because, you know, they're yeah. being sued. And so it wouldn't be a good idea for them to do that. And you wouldn't want this to
1: happen to anybody, but like no. how, if there's any light, how awesome that like her, like you said, like having that courage to like bring this forth, like how it's going to positively impact all the other like female prisoners. Yep. And even if and, like uh,
2: pres- outrage against a specific incident might be early. And there's so many people who are kind of benefiting or who are suffering from a a system that's keeping them from, from accessing
0: healthcare. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope she, uh, she gets what she needs. Meantime, think varicose veins aren't a big deal. I guess they are. (laughs) If (laughs) you hang out with, if if you hang out with, with Barnyard Fowl, a recent case study in the journal of forensic science, medicine and pathology highlights the danger of ignoring your varicosities And your roosters, Uh, a 76-year-old woman was collecting eggs from a chicken coop on her rural property when her rooster uh, attacked her, pecking her legs and opening up a vein. She collapsed and died. Mm -hmm. Sounds like within minutes. uh, Deaths due to rooster attacks are rare, according to the authors. Only a couple pediatric cases have been reported, along with another widely reported case of uh, involving a cockfighting rooster using the metal spur attached to its legs on a 35-year-old man's calf, which, you know, hey... (laughs) More, more power to the rooster <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: in that situation. I
4: don't, yeah. I don't
0: know why I'm reporting this other, to you other than that I'm always fascinated by case reports. I really kind of enjoy reading them and, and well, learning is, about the kinds of things yeah. that people think about um, when, they're, when they're doing uh, case reports.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What state did this happen in? Sounds like it happened in Iowa, kind of.
1: That's oh. <laughs> <As laughs> a
4: generalize or anything. Iowa.
1: Iowa equals roosters.
4: <laughs> not to stereotype or anything, but don't we have so many animals? <laughs>
1: we have a few animals. We
0: have
4: some rural areas here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just some. I mean, we're not like that oh, my God.
0: I, uh Do you guys read case reports and, and all that kind of stuff, or do you just stick with your texts?
4: I mean, we have case reports in our
3: texts. Mm-hmm. Does that count? they not this mm-hmm. entertaining usually, but... Yeah,
0: I'm always entertained. Even. You know, <laughs> so, always.
4: what was it about this particular article, the coyote, the veracity, or the rooster?
0: I think the rooster.
4: Yeah, it's that's unusual.
0: The rooster. We um, were talking about
4: before the show that pretty much all birds are evil. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, it's a medical fact. <laughs> I mean, any, any animal that has teeth on its tongue is automatically evil. I'm sorry. Like,
0: don't cats have sort of have.
4: Well, they have like little burrs. Okay.
0: When does a burr become a tooth, Miranda?
4: When it's sharp and calcified and can like tear your flesh. Wow. <laughs> when it's not a Excellent. Miranda's head <laughs> And it's not a Miranda's <laughs> sorry, I've, I got a cat recently and I've been talking to everyone I know nonstop about my cat. So
1: oh, I'm sorry. we'll let the listeners know. Yeah, yeah what's okay. Name?
4: is there Okay, a- I would like to state for the record I did not bring it up. Jenna brought it up. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's true, but okay. She
4: did. She did. Play back play back the tape. Play All right. it back. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they are uh, birds are in fact uh, dinosaurs, so.
4: Yeah.
1: And the government uses pigeons to spy on us, so. What's what? That? that is true. Did I true.
4: miss it? A- that's a true that's a true fact. I- <laughs> For medical students, you can trust us.
0: Wow. Uh, I I do uh, one one uh, uh, YouTube channel by a gentleman who goes by chubby emu mm. is a fun source of these reports along with pretty in-depth discussion of what exactly happened um, like his recent video a grandma ate cookie dough for lunch every week this is what happened to her bones uh, he's uh, I love it it's actually actually it's, <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's actually that's like double the actual um it, they're actually really good descriptions of the processes behind the things that um that happened in these in these and, and i think this what person. happened to her bones what
4: actually actually happened to her bones
0: well they they broke <laughs> They broke. She, <laughs> she
4: said, right. You said that that wasn't clickbait. That feels like clickbait. It's like broken.
0: It. Well, I why? Would, I want? mean, the link between the, the link between cookie dough and 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 broken bones is
4: well, like after the build up, I was expecting like her bones turned into to... Like I wasn't
0: That would be sweet. they That would be sweet.
4: Sweet and delicious.
0: Go but look them up. Mechanism. Send them some love.
4: What was the mechanism? Yes. Was it vitamin D deficiency? Was it a lack of. It uh... was
0: salmonella involved. It was very complicated. As far as I remember, oh, there was a very complicated path. And so that's why these things interesting. are interesting. Um, it's not just, you know, straight from one thing to the other. Okay. So,
2: interesting. kind of cool. Sounds like a great place to waste some more time.
0: It totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, here's another one uh, that's been going around this week. The case of a teenage fussy eater who went blind due to mm. his poor diet. I read that. A uh, 14-year-old complained to his family practitioner that he was tired. Tests showed he had macrocytic macrocytic, macrocytic. Yep. anemia and low B12. So he was given B12 injections and dietary advice. What the hell is macrocytic anemia?
4: Macrocytic anemia is where your red bloods... Sorry. Do you want to explain, Jenna? You go, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's basically three types.
4: This is just education corner. Um, there's three types of anemia, macrocytic, microcytic, and normocytic. And that all depends on how, the size of your red blood cell. So, for example, normocytic—they're normal-sized, um, even though you're anemic. So, macrocytic is your red blood cells are too big, oh. and often that's a defi- like deficiency in being able to create red blood cells because they're not really like replicating correctly. Mm. So, B12 is needed to make DNA, and your your white blood cells are. Or, and red blood cells are growing really fast, oh, um, so they're okay. more affected by than other cells. Yeah, so if they can't sort of grow and replicate, then they end up just sort of growing into this big blob rather than becoming actually functional. And red then,
2: cells. So in fact, they burst when they're going through your arteries because they're too
4: small. Sweet, <laughs> that sounds fun. But they also get like uh, damaged by your spleen as well when they're going through because there's a bunch of like macrophages that nom them. It's all bad.
0: You guys it's don't even bad. need to go to class. <laughs> no, we actually like just, just got here. this today. Oh, did you really? Yesterday. Yeah.
1: Nice. Not this that it like see? With the fire hose, not that it uh. Stuck, <laughs> it but, didn't yeah. it, it
4: flew by. <laughs> it flew by
0: <laughs> you could have skipped lecture in Panopto. There we go. Uh, at 15, he developed hearing loss, but an MRI showed no am- abnormalities. He soon experienced uh, some vision loss, but an ophthalmologist didn't find any problems. Um, however, his vision loss progressed until at 17 years, he had aer- areas of visual field loss in both eyes. He admitted to eating only sausages daily french fries from a fish and chip shop pringles white bread and processed ham slices because he'd hated certain food textures since childhood sounds pretty good to me yeah
4: (laughs) yeah until they're going blind (laughs)
0: yeah you know his awful diet had caused his optic nerve to degenerate leading to permanent vision loss Kicker is from the outside he looked great you know like average height and weight no alcohol tobacco use normal bmi all that stuff so You wouldn't have guessed from, you know, looking at him that he had a shitty diet. Yeah. Uh, but then his eyeballs fell.
4: Got to do a social history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. This is why it's important to take a thorough history.
1: It's kind of so they knew, you know what I mean? Like it says in the article that they knew he had a B12 deficiency and like gave
0: him injections. And then like
1: yeah. the clues were
0: there. Yeah, Well,
4: I'm going to push and back I, I, on that.
0: Well, I think he also admit, I mean, he was given dietary advice. So they knew that something was, you know, he wasn't doing too good with his.
4: Yeah, with mm. his diet. Well, I was going to say, because like. A lot of this stuff, for example, neurodegeneration from poor uh, nutrition, it's a kind of thing that you sort of learn about vaguely in medical school, but you don't really go into it because it's not normally something that's seen in the developed world. Like you wouldn't be thinking about this unless you like, you know, go abroad to somewhere that where malnourishment is actually a problem. So it kind of doesn't surprise me that it took that long to figure it out because most doctors just B12 is a bit of an exception because there's other like I, isn't there a genetic deficiency and in, like intrinsic factor or something? Yeah, that pulls if you from don't have blood?
2: good parietal cells, or if you have a resected ileum, or
4: oh yeah, so the, like there's conditions in the developed world that will lead to low B twelve veganism and veganism exactly because it's mainly in meat, eggs, and dairy products. So like that's the kind of thing that you would screen for routinely if you suspect it. But the rest of like I think the ones were like low selenium and high zinc and low copper. You very rarely see that strictly dietary. Because, like, normal, normally you get all those things food.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get, I get the sense that it's rev- if you catch it early, like a lot of things, it's reversible. But mm-hmm. in this case, it just went on too long. Always interesting, the case reports. <laughs> Gotta love them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that each of you, in your own way, will one day be a leading light in medicine. But to paraphrase... But to paraphrase, <laughs> to paraphrase, but to just like that kid's diet, <laughs> he had too many paraphrases. But to paraphrase Bye. the late Stanley, with great prestige comes great responsibility, and among the many things you could do with that prestige is lend your support as a physician to, as seen on TV, products. Mm-hmm. Now, well put. <laughs> I know that is total stretch. <laughs> it's a lot of verbal gymnastics of to get to that point. <laughs> Now, I know that there isn't much extra room in medicine and society uh, portion of our curriculum to learn this important skill of providing testimony on television. But I, Dave Etler, am a fake medical educator, and I want to give you that practice. I will pay clips from some as-seen-on-TV products, and your job will be to give us some sort of testimony that will convince viewers to buy... God, now, God. the catch is these don't have obvious health applications, but you got to sell them somehow. Oh, no. You got to increase the market.
4: Is this going to make me compromise my ethics? Maybe. Because- <laughs>
0: Watch out for those professionalism points. <laughs> for each one, you can work together on, dis- on discerning the possible health uses, and then uh, one of you can be the uh, the MD spokesperson.
4: Our mass instructor is just kind of bursting into the door being like, this is not
0: kosher. This is not what we talked about.
4: <laughs> what did I
0: just Lauris, say? Loris <laughs> Kalgin is like looking closely. Uh, whereas
4: Kelgen is the ethics teacher yes. here at the Carver College of Medicine he
1: has this sheet of randomly selected students to <laughs> oh call on God. in a 150 person lecture <laughs>
4: he does he's the only lecturer at the college who will actually sort of call on a specific person to get them to respond to a question which makes him strike fear in the heart. gives involved. me
2: crippling anxiety if i leave to go to the bathroom <laughs> every every single person in that room will know i had to go i actually did get
4: caught off guard one time and i still haven't recovered emotionally like, someone had to he said my name and someone had to poke me and be like you just said your name and i it was traumatic It's
0: terrible all right hopefully it wasn't actually like that. Hold on. I don't know why it's not playing through the speakers.
4: Uh oh, are we having technical issues? Maybe it's the technical issues, fairy. Right, give me a sec. So how's everybody doing today? Good.
1: Actually, I'm like sick. Like Aww. I went. No. Me too. I went diarrhea like around. six times last oh night. Oh no. like, and, and I have the chills and like. Oh.
0: <gasps> Oh, thank you for coming. Yeah, I'll. We'll wipe
1: down. We'll wipe down.
0: Was
4: <laughs> it was it watery diarrhea? Yeah. Well, you have cholera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the hospital or connected to the hospital. It was not fun. Have
4: you by any chance traveled to Haiti anytime in the past few weeks?
0: Um, evernote. Why can't I just log in?
4: Because life hates you.
0: That's what I felt like. The last, <laughs> last night. Aww. I was just going to complain about my. Uh, my sore throat.
3: There's, I think there's a virus going around.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I didn't think the
0: first week people were like sniffling. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I remember I got really sick like the second few days of orientation mm. which was just like but
1: apparently Dr. Rubenstein is sick every year oh he's, that he coughs awesome. right <laughs> into that microphone
4: <laughs> uh. I think he turns into the microphone in order to cough
2: also we love you Dr. Rubenstein <laughs> oh
1: wait it's not recording it's not, it's not
4: recording
1: um, he also doesn't know how to silence his like he should silence his phone 12, oh yeah,
3: three
1: yeah.
4: Three oh Ruby <laughs> oh,
1: we love him mm-hmm <laughs> He cares. Like he like cares about. He like, f- yeah loves
4: his class. I had yeah. him a CBL second semester. That's what I have him for my CBL too. Really? It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Was, I love it. I, I think we could, I think we clashed a lot sometimes though, because it's like yeah. I don't really remember what we clashed over. I just know that like he would say things and I disagree
1: with it. As can it never works for
0: here. It never way. works for what? Well, I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let no know when we're like, back up.
4: I know. Like, I'll warn us next time. <laughs>
0: All right, hit play on that. Okay. Oh, that heavy gas can. It never works for filling because it's always spilling. Not anymore. Introducing Turbo Pump, the automatic cordless powered liquid transfer pump. Not as Watch, much. just secure the hands free clip and switch it on to transfer gas, water, oil, and other liquids quickly and easily. It even has a convenient sensor mechanism that stops the pumping and beeps when it detects a full tank. And those spills during refills are a thing of the past. Turbo Pump automatically takes care of wiper and Radiator fluids easily and fast. This- All right, so uh, to describe this, uh, this is a, um, it's sort of a wand with a, uh, probably an electric pump built into it that you stick into your gas can. There's a little hose that comes out the size. You put it into whatever whatever receptacle you're pumping into. Does, can you think of a, a medical use for this?
4: No one, hate me. But the <sighs> instant this ad started playing, my first thought was colonoscopy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, I don't that would have it would have worked for uh, for liquid pooper over there. <laughs> oh god, that was that was, did, yeah. that was during the non recorded. That's me. That was me. not yeah.
4: to put it in the show. I
1: okay. went diarrhea six times last night. No, I love how you say I went diarrhea. <laughs> uh, right. I had I had diarrhea. You're like, you're like a little you're like a little child. Like I chose. Yeah, like mommy, mommy daddy. <laughs>
2: Did a <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> well, I thought of I don't I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but um <laughs> like you know if it's not, you, I'll take it out. Okay. No. When you when you open up a cadaver and there's all the juice,
1: mm-hmm. no. juice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you're I always mean, trying to like true, scoop it up or
4: syringe it. Yeah.
0: Juice. Or, yeah, you
4: have to like soak it up with the rags and it's gross. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's never affected. <laughs> yeah.
0: Could you never use the word juice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you. That'd be great. Did you just
4: Apple juice for I don't th-
2: you. Dave? I don't think
1: it's
0: inappropriate. <laughs> I just think it's disgusting.
2: <laughs> Broth?
1: Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. That's What's worse? Is C. diff? You could use that to transfer poop from your oh, spouse. Yes!
2: I Into don't think you need abdomen. gallons of.
4: Food. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: Listen,
0: if
4: it's a really bad case of
1: something,
4: <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, man.
0: Okay, so we got a few ideas here. Which, which one? Which, they which? How are involve you? All
4: poop. Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking uh, home liposuction, but you know, oh,
2: oh, okay. not exactly I don't a know liquid. If that um, will, like, you know how you have to do the. The yeah. trauma thing to get it. To, yeah, you got to get it the
0: pumping action. That yeah, you have to like
2: dislodge yeah. the, lipid, the lipid stuff to get it out. Oh,
0: yeah. All right, maybe that's not a good one. But uh, no, I mean, it works. Who wants yeah. to be the who wants to be the spokesperson? Who wants to be the television spokesperson? Oh, Bye. I guess it's me. Oh, hey. We
4: all uh, want nose goes for our, our listeners who can't see
1: us. Uh, do you? Oh, my God, I can't. Do this. Do you have C. diff? Well, if so, uh, please use our uh, what's it called again? Uh, the turbo. Uh, pump. Okay. Look, look no further than the turbo pump. Is your spouse uncomfortable transferring their stool to your abdomen? Oh, well, do we have the product for you. For only 19.99 plus shipping and handling, we will send you our very own turbo pump. Nice.
4: Ooh, allows quick, easy, and discreet transfer of eco matter. <laughs> Hello, new gold
0: standard remedy. Wow. All right. Well, let's uh, let's try this one then.
4: Introducing the Night Brights. are soft, cozy, warm slippers that light up with each step you take. Kids will fall in love with all the adorable characters. Kids love night lights. Now their own slippers can light up the night. Night use LED safe lights that never get warm. Night are motion censored. Take a step or tap your feet. Night light up to your very own feet. So move a little or move a lot. And your slippers.
0: All right, we've got Nightbrite slippers. Uh, any thoughts about the medical uses I mean, or the health uses? It doesn't have to be medical, it could be health.
3: I feel like my nana, my grandma, <laughs> I call her my nana, um, would like a pair for walking around at night, you know?
4: I was going to say, this actually too. just seems like a really good, like I could definitely see those being in like a pediatric ward for, mm-hmm. you know, because like kids who are in hospital, it sucks. So it's like instead of the non-slip socks that they give you, just give them those, right, and then it's neat. like they've got a little. They and they have a light, so they can sort of walk to the bathroom right. without falling over. And also, they're just fun.
0: I like that. I also like the Nana thing, since that's what <laughs> I, I, I was. Like uh, then since that's kind of what I was thinking about, like I mean, you know, the
4: geriatrics ward needs fun slippers too. Yeah. Like,
0: tripping, 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 and falling is a is a terrible thing for uh, for older folks. Uh, yeah. People I was with nocturia. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of a
1: like toe stubbing preventative measure. Like, do oh you stub God. your toes and yell like <laughs> bleep bleep bleep? <about, laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 well then these night bright slippers will let and, you know where to go
4: and it seemed like you can't take a step without walking into a table ow <laughs> that
0: that would, hurts. that would also make a, f- a fantastic uh uh inept person montage for the- <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> heading like straight for the table <laughs> yeah, <was>
4: like, <laughs>
0: thinking it be like
4: they're just like ow sh- ow, sh- ow
2: oh
0: no you're a complete moron <laughs>
2: <laughs> it could also you know how like you need to um have like if you see something too bright you destroy your melatonin. So, you know, it could give you better sleep, we could promise.
0: Sure, sure. If you use red or yellow. Lights, you know, mm-hmm. instead of blue lights.
2: Right. Yeah, if you have too much uh, light in the middle of the night, it would destroy your melatonin and make it harder to fall back.
0: Destroys to the melatonin. Case. I never thought of it. I guess you're right. Okay.
4: It obliterates it. <laughs> Tiny
0: rockets. I never, th- I never thought of it quite so uh, catastrophically. Uh, so, does anybody? We've got a few ideas here. Does anybody want to? Uh, no, you can't. No, no, no. I got to draw the line here somewhere. Look, pretend you're the doctor in the commercial, and he's he's in his uh, she or he or she no, is in don't. is in the anxiety. exam room. Your, they're standing no. in front of the camera and they're like and they say woodenly uh, my patients can really benefit <laughs> from <laughs> that's Night exactly bright.
3: please don't make me do it <laughs> Come on. Please. Brynn. Uh, Bryn, this Bryn, is my first time. I'll never come back. don't say Bryn, 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 Bryn. This is the first and last time I'll ever be on All this
0: All right, Brynn. Okay. I'm going to, with that threat, I, I need you back. Okay. Because uh, uh, you're, you're so okay, good at Dana. this. Um,
2: are you, okay, wait. Are, are you stubbing your toe at night when you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> if so, you should definitely get our protective and fashionable light up footwear. To prevent nighttime accidents,
0: we'll throw in the turbo pump absolutely free (laughs) if you're having, if you need to go diarrhea.
1: Oh, six times that would have been helpful that would have been helpful
4: Oh dang that's such a better one where it's like do you have constant diarrhea and hate getting out of your bed Yeah but you to have to say bathroom? it his
0: way like do you need to go diarrhea I
4: need to go diarrhea like, with the turbo pump, you never need a toilet again
0: mm-hmm. Even put Dave on Oh yeah you just like <laughs> lay in bed and put the hose into the anyway
4: Yeah exactly it's like Me? It Oh no and oh, just like make the reservoir of all your diarrhea <laughs> the toilet, and you're gone.
1: So Amy put Dave on blast. Now I feel like
0: I'm Yeah, I think I'm blast. I think I'm I'm doing you. Yeah, this is bo- this is bowel blast.
4: <laughs> this
0: bowel blast. Bowel blast, bowel blast <laughs> nice. Please,
4: someone, I'm begging one of our listeners, make a podcast about gastrointestinal doctors and call it Bowel, bowel Blast. blast.
0: I, love it. <laughs> I, I love it. That's brilliant. All right, hit okay. the play button on this next one.
4: Ugh. Oh you need bob's butt wipes what you gotta use bob's butt wipes
0: bob's butt wipes the all-natural eco-friendly flushable multi-purpose wipes in a convenient refillable hanging canister bob's butt wipes leaves nothing behind <laughs> i
4: want that woman to be my grandma so <laughs> bad i mean
0: uh, i love my real grandma but... the, the thing that uh, that this uh, person was concerned about was underwear with skid marks on it uh i mean you know, that's a terrible situation for anybody to deal with. Mm-hmm. But what, uh, why is there, is, is there any health reason that you can,
4: well- Let's issue a challenge. Let's say that because we've had so much fecal-related humor in this segment already, let's see if there
0: wasn't this. By the way, none of this except for Bob's butt wipes. I figured there would be some poop. It's like, are you? you about
4: to say I never intended the poop humor when you went with the skid mark infomercial? Because I, I, that's going to be a
1: weak argument. I
0: just didn't fully think this through to the point where I realized that everything
1: could be poop-related. Um, also, why are they using it on the underwear and not the butt? <laughs> oh. No, I no, mean? I think, like, oh, no, butt, I think right. <laughs> 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 oh, it's either
4: for the butt, but oh, okay. to like it's it to underwear.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> just showed the underwear. I know <laughs> like,
4: it did. It really did strongly imply that you're supposed to like take the butt wipes <laughs> and vigorously <laughs> use them on the underwear. Okay. Side eco
2: note: Please don't use flushable wipes.
4: They really, they're really horrible for the environment. Um, okay. So, how about can because if I'm thinking about non-poop ways to do this, first thing I think of is surgery. Mm-hmm. However, I know nothing about surgery. So where would this come in handy?
1: Um, Cleaning surgical tools. Like, did you like dirty your scalpel with poop? <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. No poop. No poop. Um, okay. You're doing it wrong.
3: <laughs> you failed the challenge immediately. <laughs> what's in the wipes? Like, do we know? Is there a disinfectant in no, it? I, feel I, mean, like I, don't, probably-
0: I don't know what's in it. Right. They, I mean that, just wet. According to <laughs> it's a wet uh, towel. By the way, I mean according to this bit of internet uh, trivia that's probably inaccurate, uh, the average pair of underwear contains about a tenth of a gram of poop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: know how to quantify that like <laughs> i guess you just did but i don't know what that looks like <laughs>
0: mark life and i do remember uh years ago joe benda she was uh, uh the pathologist um involved with the curriculum and they, this is back when they used to have pathology one and two um and uh, as part of the curriculum and she would always complain because you know part of the exercises part of the lab thing that they would do is, you know, you would swab your own nether regions and, oh. then, and then look at the results under the microscope and, and, and oh, no. you know, count the, the I guess, what pathologists do they identify, the, but count the bacteria that, you know Anyway, one of the things she always complained about is there's always people who'd be like, I didn't find anything <laughs> And she'd be like, there is no possible way that you couldn't find anything. If you're getting anywhere close to the butt, you will find something.
4: I would like to say we don't do this anymore, at least not as far as the curriculum is done. And I've gotten so
0: I, you're basically almost. I mean, I guess yeah. It, like you know, we're
4: pretty much done with the didactics. MoHD 4 And we do not we do not swab our nether regions and look at it under a microscope. I wow. swabbed a pen. We swabbed, I swabbed my laptop. Oh God. We, I, was, I was part of microlab. We uh, did a little exercise where we just like swabbed a random uh, part of our everyday lives. It, it I have to say was, I was
2: disappointed by yeah, how little bacteria.
4: It wasn't that spectacular. What was spectacular was whatever.
0: Whatever. <laughs> 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 Nobody <laughs> grew
4: stuff. Literally no one's grew. But what was spectacular is we did the same thing but with our hands as an experiment for hand washing effectiveness. That was disgusting. Humans are disgusting creatures. You know like, what? My whole plate was full of stuff. Yeah, I think that's yeah. why I didn't get sick because I've been like hand washing like a maniac since then. I know. Then. <laughs> Ever since that, it like instantly turned me into a hypochondriac. Yeah.
2: Like, y- immediately. You know what?
0: You know what I won't do is I won't go to McDonald's and use those touch screens to order my food mm. that they have now. I'm like, no way.
4: Yeah. You know <laughs> what's I worse? Am I putting my
0: hands on that? Self- you know what's worse is phone. that
4: neither because uh, we did hand sanitizer and hand washing, neither one got rid of like that. Like I did a uh, hand sanitizer and all four of my quadrants looked the same. They were identical. It was disgusting. Wow.
0: Well, a I guess lady. we, I, th- I think we know what the, what, what the uses of Bob's butt wipes are. I don't even think we need oh. to go with <laughs> it. <with a, laughs>
2: I mean, I like cleaning surgical pools. I I can't recommend <laughs> for being um, sanitary though. But you know, like yeah. I can't
0: imagine that the, 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 um, the doctor's testimony on the, on the commercial would be like, I recommend this to all my patients who need to clean their <laughs> surgical tools.
4: Well, no, we can recommend it to other doctors. Like, are you such a klutz in the OR that you always get poop on your scalpel? <laughs> you if
0: you so, please put you. it in, like,
4: an actual cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> and then wipe it clean with Bob's butt wipes.
0: Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's try this one.
4: Specifically formulated to remove fecal matter from stainless steel. Is it? I don't- <laughs> What's your butt made of? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Even, Everyone has needs a stainless steel butt. Her hair was right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, mine wasn't. I was kind I of was not nice. listening to that as I set up the next thing. And <laughs> all right, I do have a stainless steel butt. That's that's why. I...
4: See, I knew I wasn't the only one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I lost it in the war. All right, here's uh, here's a. Another one, a little final one.
4: It's a struggle to fix shapeless eyebrows that are uneven, thinning, too light, or hair was never there. But science says eyebrows are your most important
1: facial features. They frame your face and (laughs) highlight your eyes.
4: Here's your simple solution
2: to Browse That Wow. Hi, I'm Taylor Baldwin, and we're here today to get ladies like
3: you
4: to try out a new product that promises to give you perfect symmetric eyebrows in just three seconds. Ladies, are you ready to try three-second brows? Yeah. All you do is press and place. Three seconds is all it takes for brows that wow. I love it. Look, it completely filled it in, and I love the color.
3: Now you can have perfect
4: shapely eyebrows
3: with
1: three-second brows.
0: Those are possibly the worst <laughs> brows I have ever seen. I am. I don't know if you realize this just from looking at me, but I'm certainly no judge of a uh, uh, fashion or grooming or anything like that i am like 3 weeks overdue for a haircut at this point like i'm a hot mess but when i look at those brows i'm like that looks like you stamped a brow on your forehead yeah,
4: because <laughs> I think, they I did think i've they didn't seen beauty <laughs> people review those eyebrow stamper tools and every single time the result is like wow that's an eyebrow it's not a good <laughs> eyebrow it's an eyebrow <laughs> So is ever
1: going to be everybody going to be walking around with the same eyebrows
0: stamped on their forehead
4: I mean not if the beauty gurus have anything to say about
0: it (laughs) I uh see this one made me wish that I had gone out and purchased this for the show because that would have been fun we could have put we could have put eyebrows anywhere we wanted Uh, I, mean, I
3: love the comment about the most important
4: part of your face with your eyebrows. Yeah, science, scientifically. The most important is science has value judgment about the regions of your face. Now,
0: okay, so let's debate this because uh, eyebrows, yeah, they're important. They keep sweat and other things from going into your eyes. Um, but have you seen pictures of celebrities like Selena Gomez when <laughs> they eyebrows. don't have eyebrows? Oh, <laughs> those are, are terrible. Well, are, are there pictures like them blinking and going, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> My life is awful. No, well, I
4: think just. eyebrows are actually, I've thought about this, are Okay. okay um I've thought about this that eyebrows are actually a lot more important for communication I think than the because oh, lash oh, yeah. isn't really what keeps stuff out of your eye mm. but your eyebrows like this is why um I if you watch movies of talking animals like I do constantly a lot of times well, who on, doesn't? Uh, like on animals <laughs> that don't have eyebrows like they will just draw eyebrows on because otherwise it's really or like I think in you know, if you're doing lines or something, you can kind of fake it by just having darker color above their eyes. But like without that, it's really hard to relate to the characters because eyebrows are a big part of. The I have
0: never wow. particularly paid attention to this little yeah. detail. Well,
4: I was when I was young, I was obsessed with the *Spirit styling into the Cimarron* movie, and in the director's commentary, which I watched. Is that an
0: anime movie, or something? It is an animated Yeah, that sounds movie. like an anime. Yeah,
4: it's not an anime. It's nope. an animated movie. My nope. dream horse, horse, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The horse. I had a birthday cake that had Spirit <laughs> on it. Wait, yeah, what is yeah, this called? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Woo! It's, isn't it like I love spirit. spirit
4: It's called Spirit Stein of the Cimarron And um, in the director's commentary <laughs> They like specifically mentioned That horses do not have eyebrows But they drew eyebrows On all the horses At least all the you know, main character horses because they're the main characters of the story yeah. and you need those in order to be able to tell emotion because otherwise they're just kind of blank. There you go. Most sci- scientifically important part
2: though, like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> mouth. Yeah. I really, <laughs> really, really like my nose. Mouth. I really like being I mean, able like to
4: breathe.
0: Mouths, noses, eyes, <laughs> <laughs> those are all <laughs> really scientifically really important. About <laughs> okay. I'm a
4: big fan of skin as well. so like, I feel like your skin is probably well most important. From a medical.
2: From a, like, if we're trying to find a medical use for this, is it going to be um like, it's just ink, right? It's not like actual yeah, eyebrows. That, that would be like... awesome, though. <laughs> that would
0: be awesome, though, if it contained also hairs. <laughs> you just stamp those hairs on your face and some of them are like a Groucho marks thing. <laughs> Well, we can have, spe- they should it's have powder. specific ones for um, university professors because I don't know if you've ever run into. Uh, I mean, my, my, bra, as I say, I'm not really, I'm overdue for a grooming, but
4: listeners, <laughs> he's petting his eyebrows affectionately.
0: <laughs> but I have been in committees with uh, university professors whose eyebrows are basically like creatures of their own like caterpillars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I think I've, i think I had a CBL with one of those people.
0: Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, what would be your your testimonial? Mm. Oh. <clears throat> Maybe you could approach it from a psychiatric or a, a, a psychiatric standpoint.
4: Like it'll oh. solve your problems communicating with people. Yeah, or yeah. This is kind of sad, but chemo because you lose your hair when you do true. chemo. So true, like true. Mm. Chemo
2: people deserve better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, three second,
2: yeah, <laughs> <two> second <eyebrows. laughs>
0: I've got yeah. Well, I mean, doctors don't have a lot of time. They'll be like, I have uh, only fifteen minutes. Let's talk about your eyebrows. <laughs>
3: Problem solved. <laughs>
1: problem solved. Let's Tactical. go on to the next patient. <laughs> now you can get like there's um like hair implants, so you could get
0: like a pad that has you know like Rogaine, and you like mm-hmm.
1: inject oh, it, like, oh. specific yeah. shape, eyebrow
0: shape. Wasn't I there like a story that. in the news? And I kind of forgot about it. The story in the news about um uh in Spain, um some sort of medication that children use uh was contaminated with. Um, uh, Rogaine. and Aww. so they got they there was a bunch of babies born like a bunch of children with like like hairy werewolf children because of this contamination. This is very recent, I think it was spain
2: it was uh, actually originally formid- formulated to help people with high blood pressure because it 's like it does something with the um the like
0: vascularization the, yeah.
2: Of the, yeah Oh
4: weird I
0: like I, anyway, you can go look that up and tell me if i 'm wrong it 's fine. you can at me on this one. <laughs> uh
4: you don't check sources yeah
0: that's that's for other people
4: <laughs> that's for good podcasts. yeah
0: that's for good podcasts. <laughs> not for this one um all right well
4: okay I, so i guess the conclusion is that you know a group of four very smart medical students and a dave cannot come up with any possible use for the three second eye we gave it our best shot though <laughs> we tried we really did we
0: gave it our best shot effort forward if um you know if you guys ever do end up if i ever flip on the 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 boob tube late at night and see uh miranda st- given <laughs> some sort of testimonial i'll be like my work here's done <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at boob tube. I had no idea where this was going. Really yeah. after boob tube. I guess that's kind of an ancient phrase. At yes. this point, isn't it? Who
4: still says that? I don't
0: know. I it just kind Game of does. kind the of
4: only person just
0: kind of popped out. I mean, the, you like, damn millennials <laughs> and your flat screen televisions. This has
4: been a big, like, Dave, weird expression because you said the phrase "lipstick on a pig" earlier, and we all shared a glance, but no one mentioned anything. I wanted to circle back to "lipstick on a pig." I want to
2: steal it and use it in my everyday life. I
4: steal is, a pig? I've, I've <laughs> <no>. <laughs>
1: this is
0: this is not that is that is not an that that pig could use friends. some three
1: second eyebrows. <laughs> yes, with yeah. lipstick.
4: Oh, there we go. We found the medical mm-hmm. use.
1: Does your pig
0: need eyebrows?
4: <laughs> Does your lipsticked pig?
0: <laughs> <This> <laughs> Too is, much lipstick, not enough eyebrows <laughs>
4: every yeah, second eyebrow creates a perfect big eyebrow every time
0: well that is our show
4: <laughs> no we, we, we must do not end, end on hog eyebrows. <laughs>
0: point do finish on poop <laughs> let's,
4: let's circle back poop. that's better All right. artistic symmetry this yes. goes, if you have a C. diff infection write us in and tell us if you <laughs> use the turbo
0: <laughs> no please don't use the turbo do nothing do never take our advice our med. we don't offer medical advice for, for sure
4: no, I didn't say use it, but if you would use it, let us know. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right.
0: That'll be the next Yahoo answer. That's <laughs> better. <laughs> I used a turbo puppet now. <laughs> that is our show. Nathan, Miranda, Bryn, Jenna. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Us. Thanks for having you. us. And of course, thank you, Short Coats, for making us a part of your week. For all your feedback and for your supportive merch orders over at theshortcoat.com slash store, I am even now coming up with a new shirt. So stay tuned there. If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are available. We love answering listener questions, so send your questions and comments to the short quotes at gmail.com or you can leave us a message at 347 shorts ET. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, open your podcast app, leave us some stars and a review. Love that. The show is made possible by a generous donation, by Carver College of Medicine, student government, and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities program. Our executive producer is Kate DeCherry. Our opening music, music, our opening music is by Dr. Vox. <laughs> And our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week.
4: Terms and conditions apply.